1: What's going on everybody? This is Marcus and I'm here with my beautiful wife. Shira. Shira, I'm sorry. I've told you this multiple times today, but you look incredibly beautiful. Um I've just been Thank a you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just thought <laughs> I'd let you know that. But anyway, man, we're glad that you are on with us for another episode of the Black Married Debt Free podcast. Um, Welcome to 2022, right? I mean, we're officially here. And uh, just to welcome you here for those who are new, we would like to ask of you to uh, send us a five-star review if you enjoy our podcast, if you haven't already. And if you have already left us a five-star review based on our last episode, send us an email at blackmarrieddebtfree at gmail.com.com. And remind us that, hey, I left a five star review and we're going to reply with a link to our master class. Get out of debt and start building wealth. No strings attached. Just to say thank you. So, Shire, let's get right into today's episode because, uh, you know, we're coming off the of pandemic. It's fresh off the pandemic and a lot of things have transpired in the world. Um, but one of which is the great resignation. We're going to talk about the great res- resignation and what that is and what that means. Shire. The floor is yours.
0: Yeah. It, well, I'm still stuck on you said we're coming off the pandemic like right. like it was over. <laughs> and I was like, Wow, well, right. I didn't get that memo. no. Um, no, no it's still here. We're still here. It's still here. Unfortunately. Yeah. And I think the great resignation is about people rethinking the way that we do work. Yes. And, um, a lot of people have switched jobs or quit their job altogether. So in 2021, 38 million workers quit their job and that's a lot of people. And so we're going to be talking about that today. Um, one thing that caught my attention is that, um, this change has, uh, has impacted multiple industries, of course, hospitality, that's probably the hardest hit industry and then also trade, education, a lot of our essential workers, people of color, and women. Mm. A lot of women are um, putting family first. I mean, we do that anyway, yeah. as you as you all know. But um, some families are having challenges with with childcare and and just other difficulties where um, women are reexamining um, what what their role will be in terms of the workforce. So
1: yeah, I think. Uh, it was a friend of ours that said, you know, people realized during this pandemic that their job, you know, the love they have for their job, maybe that love wasn't uh, as reciprocal as they had hoped, you know. And so I think that's we're going to get into why we think this happens. You know, the resignation in mass is happening, uh, but that could be part of it. You know what I mean? Especially, like you said, for young working moms and women, you know, started to prioritize things a little bit differently. You know, want some more flexibility. So let's get into it, Shy.
0: Yeah, so, so why do you think it's happening? <laughs> those are some
1: of my reasons right there. Yeah. I think, you know, you put so much into work, Shire, especially like like I said, I come from a family where work is important. I mean, we know my dad. He still talks today about how, you know, he went years without calling in sick. And, like, and he passed that down to us. And, like, I used to wear that as a badge of honor. Like, man, I, you know, no days off. You know what I mean? I'm working. I'm working hard. And then you start to realize, like, you don't get anything special for that. You... Never going, never taking a day off, and the guy who knows how to work the system. At the end of the day, y'all getting the same raises at the end of the year. Y'all getting the same love at the end of the year. So it's just like, my, you know, my job doesn't love me the way I love it. And I think people realize that during the pandemic. It's like you're just a, you're a cog in this big system, you know. And I think that people are just getting enlightened to that. That was probably for me the biggest. That's probably one of the biggest reasons. For this resi- mass resignation. Great yeah. resignation.
0: Yeah. And it's not to say that. Like. You shouldn't do a good job. No. You know what I'm saying. Thank so you, it's, it's not to say that. But it's like. Okay. I need to start prioritizing. My mental health. I yes. need to start prioritizing. My family. I can't. Like it's not your company. Yes. You know many times. You know you're working for someone else. You're working for. You know. An organization or agency. Thanks. And so. If you're accruing sick time. And vacation time. Why just let it sit there? And I am totally guilty of that. Like, I don't, I rarely take um, vacation. And so that is something that I definitely want to work on going into 2022. Um, Another thing that I found interesting um, around the changing work landscape and a lot of places allowing uh, flexible work schedules Mm -hmm. is that, most black people actually do not want to return to the office. So I found some um, interesting information on that. Um, one was from CBSNews.com. There was an article titled, Why Many Black Employees Don't Want to Return to the Office. Mm. Um, and one of the reasons that they cited was that um, workplaces that are predominantly white have taken a toll. On, on black people. Um, they mentioned. A bit exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So they mentioned feeling marginalized at work, um, having lower pay, despite um, having um, higher education and having the credentials to work in those higher level roles. Um, the article also mentioned microaggressions. Um, it mentioned um, a research out of Harvard talking about code switching. And the, the feeling that, you know, we have to become someone else at work to conform to, to the work environment, Marcus is like sitting up straight and like, <laughs> or you I know, could just
1: chill, you know. With you know, but there's a difference, you're right, code switching, man.
0: yeah, code switching. And so, um, yeah, I, I feel that that's valid, and I feel that in terms of the great resignation, a lot of people are looking for flexibility, and a lot of people. Um, are not as enthusiastic about returning to the office, um, especially people of color, because of those things. And when you're working from home, um, you don't have to worry about microaggressions. You don't have to worry about questions about your hair. You don't have Mm. to worry about, um, you know, just certain things. You know, you're working from home and maybe your work can just be recognized as your work, you know, without some of the other other issues that we face as people of color um another thing um that we saw in a like a mini uh documentary was the fact that there are more um non-people of color who want to return to work Mm -hmm. and so so even Uh though they might have the flexibility to work from home they want to go in
1: that's all you need to know about the 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 workplace inequity right there. Like Like they want to be
0: there, you know, they're good. So imagine, (laughs) yeah. So imagine, uh, a workplace where you have an option and then you have people of color working from home and then you have um people who are not of color going in. What does that
1: look like? Shire? And
0: what does that look like? Does that look like the non-person of color is a better worker because they're going in? And we know that that's not the case. I know that's not the case having work from home. Sometimes you work, you're working more yes. a lot of times when you're working from home. But it's just that perception like how do you. How do you manage that? How do you balance that as a person of color if you're given the option? You know,
1: the, the documentary also stated how that would create somewhat of a good old boys club, right? Because now you have uh, you have minorities and women who want to stay home, and you have what's left predominantly white males, Caucasian males that are, w- are willing. more willing to go into the office, and so now the office looks more like it did in the fifties when there's less women there and there's definitely less people of color there. And that's just not something that, you know, is that something we really want? You know what I mean? Or do, do we want the diversity and the, and the equity in the physical space? So it's just a lot to unpack, but yeah, is some, these are some good, some good things. Shire.
0: Yeah. So, um, recently I actually, Participated. Break it down, sure. In the Great Resignation.
1: Ooh, you did?
0: I did. <laughs> I did. I resigned um, a, po- a position mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I moved on to another organization. And so I wanted to talk a little bit personally about some of the reasons why I participated.
1: Yeah, sure, You're a bit buttoned up. You never really tell people your stuff. So I'm glad that I'm, I'm here with y'all. I'm excited to hear this story.
0: Too. I'm airing it all out. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the things that we just mentioned was that working from home has allowed people of color to be recognized for their work, you know, without the microaggressions, without, you know. And so for me, that was the case. I was recognized um, for the work that I do or that I did do for that organization. I was able to step into an interim leadership role for well over a year and did an, did an outstanding job. You did. Um, But when it was time for that interim role to be filled permanently, I was passed up for that promotion. Even though I had hands on experience, um, my evaluation reviews were um, outstanding and I had exceeded expectations. I have exceeded expectations every year that I that I worked there.
1: Checked all the boxes.
0: I checked all the boxes, y'all. <laughs> I checked all the boxes. Um, and I was still passed up for a promotion. And so what I was told was I was too young in my career. That was one of the factors. Um, while my experiences were good, uh, my background was strong, I was already doing a good job, you know, I was still too young in my career and that upset me because I'm in my mid thirties. You know, this is a, this was a, a leadership role within the organization, but I had to like stop and think. And I say young in my career. Well, if you think that I'm going to work until my mid sixties, right. you know, the average age of retirement in the U S is 62. Then by that by standard your yeah. Right. By your metrics, by that standard, I am young in my career. So, anywho. So, I ended up um, resigning. And, um, you know, if I were to stay, I was expected to tr- to train the new person. <laughs> and that was just not something that I was mentally prepared to take on. Right.
1: It's like once you get a taste, it's like once I'm doing the work, I, it's kind of going to be hard for me to go back. You know what I mean? That's with anything. It's like once you get a taste of of uh elevation you want that and you deserve that you've proven you you can do that and you can handle it so it's it's sometimes you have to decide do i want to go back to what i was doing or do i want to as lebron says take my talents elsewhere take my talents to south beach you know right right you had to do
0: right and so um another reason why i left was because i wanted to work for an organization that was more diverse Mm -hmm. and an organization that had uh, people of color in leadership, and where I was, that wasn't happening. So the feedback that I received was from, you know, middle-aged white man, um, and he even told me I should go back to school and get a PhD. <laughs> but a PhD for a for a white man might not do the same things for me as a black woman. And right. so, um, anywho, I think that maybe his intentions were well. You know, I, I definitely have good rapport, and right. left, and I left on good terms, and I would definitely encourage that. Um, but for me, I wanted to work for an organization um, that not only talk the talk but walk the walk when it came to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And many people of color across the U.S. I feel like a lot of us have been working more since George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Um, some employers have gone to their black employees and have said, "Hey." We want to do a better job. Um and help what, me. Yeah. Help <laughs> help us help us to uh, treat you the way that we treat, you know, non people of color and, and for some has been burdensome, okay. you know. Um that's a whole nother job. You know, you can reach out and, and hire someone with that expertise and I see I, I think there's value in asking your employees how you can do a, a better job, but at a certain point it becomes burdensome if you're taking up their time, but also expecting them to keep up with their workload. So for me, I'm like, you know what? I want to do a job that I enjoy. I want to work with a diverse team. I'm tired of being the only uh, woman of color showing up on these zoom calls. (laughs) You know, I just, I need to relax a little bit more. And so that, um, that played a a role in why I participated in the great resignation. And then also work life balance.
1: Mm, Um, It's my favorite, man. Yes. (laughs)
0: I have been very stressed. I've been stressed, um, this past year and I, I have stepped down from a managerial role and I'm going into a position with less leadership responsibility and more pay. And for me, it was prioritizing my mental health. Of course, I could have left and got some, you know, power spunky title and try, you know, I just said no. I'm gonna Shit. prioritize myself. I'm going to prioritize my family, and I want to do a fun job. I want to do a job that I'm going to enjoy. If you want 40 hours out of me, I need to like what I'm doing, and so that's just.
1: I, I I'm just.
0: He's been living with me, so. I, I, and I
1: love that story, Shire, and you already know. I've already heaped verbal praise upon you for this, but I just love even hearing it again. I'm getting excited because you're right. It's about work-life balance. First of all, you deserve better and you're getting better. And it is about that work-life balance, you know, for me as well. Me and Shire, we have a... The calculation is already set. We know when we're going to retire. We know how we're going to retire. All we have to do is simply earn what we earn until then. And it's, an, it's, it's going to happen. So why not enjoy it? Enjoy the ride. Not, you know... Uh, put on so much burden that it's, it becomes an unenjoyable thing, and so part of that is work-life balance. We know we've, if you're familiar with Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, we know that men have a a an ability to compartmentalize that maybe women uh, don't. But for me, I'm able to compartmentalize work and shut it off. Shara's so like, I, I I can't do that. You know what I mean? As as well, and. You shouldn't have to, you know, that shouldn't be something you have to do. That's just a benefit that men happen to do that. But if you work somewhere where you're not bringing stress with you, it's not, you know, being micromanaged and all this stuff. Life's a little bit better. So I'm really excited about this next phase, because I think you're going to be you're going to love it. I think you're going to love it.
0: Yes, I really pray that I do. And um, ultimately, everything worked out so perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. everything worked out, like the timing from ending one job to going into the next job. Like,
1: I mean, you had the big joker, shy. I mean, like who, who doesn't want that? You know, I I put, I, I, you know, so I don't get this job. Okay. Well, it just so happens that I actually got accepted for another job. Uh, Right. Yeah. And that's
0: exactly how it happened. (laughs) That's exactly how it happened. Yeah. And so. so I'm, I'm very grateful. Yeah. I'm very grateful. Um, But one of the things that I did want to talk about is what I did to prepare Mm. to leave my job
1: Mm, and
0: also get some of your feedback and some of your thoughts as well. So um, for me, I couldn't just say I quit Mm. and never that just walk away. (laughs) I couldn't I could not do that. Um, So one of the things that I did was I updated my resume to the best of my ability. And then I invested into a career coach and, um, I work with a resume writer. And so we spent almost a thousand dollars on that. And that is the most money I have ever spent on myself. Um, period. I mean, I can't think of another time that,
1: Sorry, we that I had a thousand dollars
0: and I spent it just on me. Yeah. You know, and so that's a huge for me. That was a huge other investment. than school, right? Yeah, other than school. But but see, school school some, is yeah, that's, that's some, a hit different exactly. Sometimes you'll have an assignment when you're about to graduate, update your resume. But when you work with a professional resume writer, when that's what they do and they specialize in getting you a job, it's a it's a different experience. Yeah. Um, you know, I hired someone out of Silicon Valley. I got a good referral. Um, it was worth it um, to go through that coaching experience, to go through that resume um, writing experience. And the bottom line is, is that you have a lot of people who are leaving their jobs. You, there's a lot of competition as well. Facts. And so for me, I believe that I am a strong writer. However, that's not my profession. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for me, the investment was worth it. And, so, and also as a person of color, mm-hmm. sometimes... We don't get our resume looked at because of the, you know, our name the alone. Name alone. <laughs> I mean, you don't know too many folks with my name, right. you know. So I needed to make sure that I'm putting my best foot forward, especially the, the higher you go. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to make sure that you can stand out among hundreds or even thousands of applicants. So for me, it was worth the investment. Thank you, Marcus.
1: Oh, man. Thank it you. Was, it was a... It was... I knew- <laughs> A nice ROI on it too, you know. this
0: mean? is a really good return on investment because if you get your resume done and you get a new job, yeah, that's worth the investment. Yeah, it I, pays for itself.
1: And Shar, I mean, let's just be honest with you. I mean, it got you into some some spaces and some interviews that, man, it was yes, really, you got to sit in front of some powerful people in, in, and and uh, and interview, you know, on some different positions. So it's, it's been it's been great. Yes, it's been great. I,
0: yes, I used that resume for jobs that I didn't. I know I really didn't qualify for, but, you know, it was there. It was looking good. So, you know, I threw my name in the hat, and I got a couple of interviews. I knew I probably wasn't going to get the job because it was just way out there. Got um, we'll some
1: relationships. But it
0: got me in some doors. Yep. And, it and it and you know, someone was said, you know, I'm sorry, you know, we're not going to move you forward, but can I take your resume and share it with a few other people that I know? Yeah. And I had never had a job do that. No. So, you know, if the resume was looking on Janky, They would have wanted to pass it on, you know. Yeah. So I was really appreciative to that. So think about that. Mm-hmm. Think about getting your resume updated and working with a professional. Yeah. Okay, a professional. Of course, you can get feedback from other people. But when you are working with someone, this is their career. They're going to set you on the right path if you yeah. connect with the right um, person. Another thing that I did was I talked to others who had recently left. Mm. Um, So some companies are really having a mass exodus. And so if you know someone who's recently left the organization, um, learn about their experience, Mm. learn um, if, do they have any regrets? You know, Um, how has their life changed since leaving? Um, Ask their advice. And so um, that's one of the things that I did. And it helped me to um, take that step because it was really hard leaving. Yeah. You know, they call the, where I was at the golden handcuffs,
1: pension, you know, the benefits, all the, the gas they hit you with to take less salary in my opinion, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it was, it was a lot. They
1: sell you on the package and not the experience, you know, not, not, not not the the working experience when both matter.
0: Yeah. They both matter. They both matter. Um, so with that being said, yeah, connect with others, Mm -hmm whether they be in your organization or outside. So you always want to get another uh, perspective if you can. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing is I had to get clear on why I was leaving. I did not want to leave because it was a trendy thing to do. I don't want to leave because other people left. I don't want to leave because the internet is talking about the great resignation and there's tons of YouTube videos on the great resignation. Like I needed to get clear on why I wanted to leave. Okay. And it, And then also, if you're offered another position, like, don't just look at salary, right? Like, look at the benefit package as well um, so that you can make uh, the best decision for yourself. So benefits in terms of health, uh, your health care, investment account access. Mm -hmm. Will you have access to a pension? a 401k, a 403b, a 457. Um, what's will that the match
1: looking like? Yeah, you know well, yeah,
0: exactly. Will the will the employer make uh, contributions? Yeah. And then also think about flexibility. That's what a lot of people are thinking about right now, you know? So, will you be able to maintain that work-life balance and also think about how this position is going to serve you as you're working towards your financial goals. Cause I'm not just working just to work, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not just working just to pay bills today, but I'm also using that income to invest for, you know, for the future and for tomorrow. So those are just three things that, that I did that helped me get my resume done, get that cover letter done too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, talk to others. Um, and one thing I didn't say is I like to talk to some of the older people in, in oh, the geez. organization yeah. um, who are further along in their career path. And one question that I ask is if you were my age or when you were my age um, and, you know, would you would you still continue with this organization knowing what you know now or would you have left? And there have been people who told me if, you know, I wish I would have left, but I got too deep into it, right. so I'm here now. You know, so anywho, and then also I got clear about why I was leaving. Yeah,
1: and, and Shara, just to get it, you know, one of the things that stood out to me is understanding why you're leaving. You know, I I never want to be that person that I'm leaving because so and so made me mad, or because yes. my boss did X. If I know that I need this money, if I know that this is something I need. I'm not leaving until I have something of equal or greater value in place. And I think a lot of times maybe we're in a rush to leave. Someone made me mad. I don't like this. I'm going to leave before I have my next plan of action in place.
0: It's a risk. It's a, a risk. That.
1: And so I think that's one thing that I love that you did. He's like, you know what? There's some things I want to change about my current situation but I'm going to not move uh, until I have all my ducks in a row. And I think that's something that we we, we we hope that you do. Don't, like Shire said, don't do it because it's trendy. Don't do it because everybody's online telling you to go be a business owner and quit your nine to five and this and that.
0: Oh, my goodness. You just
1: just make sure you got your stuff together right. before you do something like that.
0: Right. How many stories have you seen? Um, mom quits mm-hmm. a six-figure job to become a multimillionaire in 12 months.
1: Becomes a trillionaire uh, selling rubber bands. or You know, it's always something like, huh? How did they do that? And and what Shire was noticing was the social media platforms were giving her ads that were like feeding this you want to leave, you want to leave thing. And it's just like, it almost became comical to us like, really?
0: Yeah, the Mom algorithm. Mom quits her
1: ju- The algorithm man, that's a whole nother topic. but
0: Right, it knew. It knew, it knew. that she
1: was, she, she was looking elsewhere and it was feeding her that, well just jump, jump, jump. But You want to be calculated and Shire was that she, she, she prepared uh, properly and she had, she had that big joker. If you don't got that big joker in your pocket, don't quit just yet.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, or think twice, right? Because if you're in a place and it's, you know, you are getting sick, you know, there have been studies that have shown that your boss is more important to your health mm. than your primary care physician. They have more influence Ooh. over your health. So, like, if you're in a toxic environment, then I'm not saying that you should stay. But what I am saying is, do you have savings set aside? Yeah. Do you have, you know, what I'm saying? Do, right, to basics. And are you prepared to go into those save? Is your situation bad enough for you to go into those savings? There we go. You know what I'm saying? Um, to to exit early. And plus, you have leverage. You know, when you're in an interview. Um, and you already have a job, you know what I'm Ooh, saying? Like even if you don't like the job, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like I got a job, yep. okay? You know I have a career, you know. So um, I'm the prize, you know. Right. That's I am the prize, you know. You're lucky if you get me, you know. So I think that you have a different swag about you mm-hmm. if you know that you already have a job, and you you know. And hey. I think that's something that they they employers look at favorably mm-hmm. because if you go to an interview and you say, yeah, I didn't like them. So I quit or so in and such, and such didn't go my way. So I quit. Then they might think, okay, well she doesn't like it here. She might quit. Right. She, he or she might up and leave us. So, yeah. so there's a lot of factors to think about how you might be perceived. And then of course you'd never want to go into an interview and talk negative about your employer, your employer. you know? So yep. just, you know, think twice, Um, If you want to participate in the great resignation or the, you know, it's really a switching of jobs. I think people are are seeing their self-worth, their Mm -hmm. self-value. Inflation is through the roof and they're looking at that paycheck like, you know, I I deserve more for what I'm doing. I bring more value to the workplace. I think people are seeing that. And if you're seeing that in in your own life, think about it. Mm -hmm. Consider it. Be open and be smart about it.
1: Be smart about it for sure. Shire, I appreciate you sharing your story. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, like I said earlier, if you did, if you love anything we have to say here on this podcast, do us a favor, and leave us a five star review. We truly appreciate it. So, till next time, this is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shire. Gonna holler at y'all later. Peace.
0: Bye.